Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. What is the picture perfect health? Hmm. Well, hello. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm your sidekick. Ken Decker. Or the other way around. Ken's the guy and I'm the sidekick, Yetta Decker. Either way, we are excited to welcome you to another episode of Life's Inside Track, where we share techniques, thoughts, and tools, even some tips and truths that we all need. You, I, everyone, so we can turn our house into home where our families thrive and we live the best life possible. Mm. Is there really a picture Mm. of perfect health? What is perfect health? Well, hmm, we're going to have an answer, maybe. Or maybe you'll have to define for yourself as we learn in this episode what it is or isn't to have perfect health. And maybe there is no such thing. And over the holidays, Mm. right? We're here. It's Christmas. Merry Christmas, by the way. It's not Christmas yet. Christmas Eve. It is? Yes. Oh, it was Christmas Day on Saturday this year. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Friday. This is Friday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so with I it. Know. I love it. Good job. <laughs> you love how with it I am? Yes, that's Okay, awesome. excellent. So Christmas Eve is kind of Christmas. So we decided- Well, you know, in Denmark, you kind of celebrate Christmas I on do, Christmas so Eve and open like- your gifts on Christmas Eve, right? Right. And I got to do that almost all my life. You know what? I did too. I would open the Danish gifts on Christmas Eve and the Canadian gifts on Christmas morning. Exactly. So this show is not about the presents, although it kind of is about a present. It's about the present of having a vision for your health. And why on earth would we talk about that right here, right now, at this time of year? Do you know why? Yeah. Because I want to remind my folks, my folks, you, the listener, who's ever hearing this right now, that between Christmas and New Year's is not the time to worry about your diet. Because it matters not what you eat between Christmas and New Year's. It matters what you eat between New Year's and Christmas. More so, for sure. I still think we want to be a little And by the way, for our lovely listeners, they can't see our matching Merry Christmas Grinch sweaters. <laughs> we do have on our ugly Christmas sweaters. Although, Yetta loves the Grinch. Why do you love the Grinch so much? Because his heart grew at least three sizes when he got a handle on the real reason. And it wasn't for the season. And so it just is a happy story and a good reminder. Yes. Of let your heart lead you a little bit. And so as we talk about vision for your health through this season and the rest of the seasons of your life, your heart health is actually something we want to really talk about. Mm. We want to make sure that we don't forget about that organ, the heart organ. Yeah. Many people let their health slide over the years Mm -hmm. because it's it's kind of a slippery slope, right? Like when you're young, you're almost invincible. You well, you can, can almost do anything you eat want. Eat whatever you want. You. you can do whatever you want. Exercise yeah, you break less. the odd bone, but you can look good. And then it starts deteriorating. It's like the half life of atomic energy or something. It starts deteriorating. 
at first half and then it gets faster and faster. Well, and I, yes. And I think what happens for many of us, and I will attest to it happened for me, is I lost track of where was I? Where did I come from? And all of a sudden, it's just a pound a year, two pounds a year. It's just a little teeny, teeny number. Yeah, like one, two is nothing. Because how many ounces in a pound? 16? Or is it eight ounces in a pound? I don't know. Eight ounces in a cup. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Let's go metric. <laughs> we added a kilo. <laughs> yeah. A kilo a year. Kind of yes. scary. Because, well, not at first. It didn't feel like Because you divide anything. that by 12. Right. It's and only it's like. What? Less than a, I don't like know. Like a couple hundred, hundred two, grams. 200 grams. Well, if it's only a kilo, it's less than grams 100 is, grams. That's like. Less than 100 grams a month. Do the math. Really? Yes. It's about 800. About 800 grams a month. And that's kind of like No, not nothing. 80. 80, 80 grams. That's, that's like meant. less than my bowl of cereal. Exactly. And so <laughs> it catches up on you. So if we can create a vision for our life in the long haul when it comes to our our health mm -hmm. and our wealth, because they actually are quite, quite tied together, then we can tend to, then we tend not to let it run away with us. So one of the things we had to do was get clear on where are we? Where yeah. are we right now? Because from where we are, we can then make a different it's plan. It's like going forward. to the mall and you go to the mm -hmm. information map, right? Yes. Sometimes they're electronic now and you just push them. And what's the first thing you look for on that map? Where am I? Where are you? Is the thing you're trying to find. Where am I right here, right now? And what if you're using a paper map in Walt Disney World? Okay. What do you look for on the paper map, Yetta? <laughs> you still look for the dot that says you are here. Um, <laughs> Not really, but I did. So he's kind of sharing a little backside story. But the great news was everybody else was very confused because I was so excited as I was pointing out on the little piece of paper that would picked up at a kiosk that we were here. And so I thought we could strategize where to yeah. go from where we were. And I'm not sure the red dot, what it meant, but it didn't mean you were here. No, it didn't. But it's, the funny part was? I was right. We actually were there. <laughs> <laughs> so that doesn't usually work out so well, though. So getting clear on your um, health numbers, right? Mm. What is your weight is one health determinant. What is your heart rate? What is your resting heart rate? What are your cholesterol levels? What are all those numbers? Because they translate sometimes into health that you don't necessarily acknowledge with your body. Mm. I mean, yeah. ideally, you're going to know how you feel. I don't know about you, you but I, well, you're you, right. You, can you it, really feel how high your blood pressure is? They call it the yeah. silent killer. Yeah. Like you don't know if you're going to have a stroke because you're too high. You don't know if your arteries are clogging mm -hmm. because they clog gradually, right? So you don't notice a big change until there is a big change. And then it's a little late. Sometimes. So sometimes and yeah all too mm -hmm. frequently or it's really hard to gain it back so if you never lose track it's not so hard the journey is i'm going to say arduous in getting it back and sometimes i've myself gotten frustrated of how long it takes to release those extra 10 pounds that i picked up over the years or a couple 10 as ken would say which is 20 <laughs> and and yet how many years did it take to put on? If it was only 80 grams a month, which is about what it was for us, 
then all of a sudden, why do I think it's going to disappear in three weeks or six months even, or even a year when it took maybe 20 years to accumulate mm -hmm. it? Yeah. And so really this, this show is about what's your vision for your ideal health. Yeah. And that may not be like, you know, a bodybuilder or, um, you know, athlete or whatever, but Whatever that vision is that you have for your life, mm -hmm. your your health that will support your life, what's that look like? What are you what are you happy with? Right? Like when you look in the mirror, are mm -hmm. you good with the look? And do you feel good because that is an indicator, although it's not the only indicator. And I think it's important to always remember you are perfectly imperfect. There is no perfect. So fighting or looking for this illusion really doesn't serve us. And so it's a matter of having a clear plan or vision for what you'd like it to look like and forget about perfection. Put that in the drawer and put it away because we know what the <laughs> P in perfection stands for. Poison. Poison. And why so would you want a little bit of poison in your life? Because whether you got a little or a lot, it's going to kill you. Hey, Yetta, my finger feels numb. <laughs> We've created for you free access to over 503 episodes where we share insider tips, making house home, creating harmony in life, and really how to have life exponential. And the great news is where you get access to them from. Oh, from the office, from home, or on the go. Right. So I guess as far as long as your finger is yeah, the only thing that's numb, numb and not your brain, I can actually live with that, I really? think. It's just but a little if, pain. It's a little, well, it's not painful. It's just numb. Okay. It's like I sat on it. It's like asleep. That's a little bit scary. So in this episode, what you're going to learn is how can we listen to our body and pay attention to what it's telling us. Oh, so what you're saying is little pains, little changes mm. is your body kind of talking to you. And many times we don't listen. Well, you don't listen. Why would you tell someone else they don't listen? Well, because I think really there's some universality. And if I don't listen, then probably you don't listen. Uh, maybe. And I know that you, from time to time, have not listened to your body. There's some truth there. And so as we're listening to our body, what it gets to tell us if we tune in is what to do next. Because just like it tells us when we have a little sore finger or a numbness in our finger, what would you do about that? Well, I've done a number of things about it, actually. Let's have some examples. Some examples. I've gone for massage therapy. I've gone for chiropractic care. I've gone for osteopathic care. And, and I know exactly it's either in my elbow or it's coming from my neck. Because you know that song, the, the neck bones connected to the, and the, 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 the yeah. yeah, that song? I don't know it, but everything's connected to everything. It's crazy. And so as Ken has done, we're going to recommend or encourage you to do likewise. Even during this Christmas season, if you're finding it like it's too hard to do the little things, like bring the bag of salt in to to uh, ice or like, de-ice your walkway. Like carry that tree in or put it up on top of the roof if you're getting a live, real tree in, the, is, you know, in the spirit of Christmas. Go out and kill a tree. 
Okay, that's probably already been done if you're doing it since it's Christmas it is, Eve. It is Christmas Eve, and, and if you cut down a tree, I'm okay with it because that tree was planted for that specific purpose. Right? Exactly. And so as you're doing those things this season or at any time, maybe it's putting the tree topper up and you find just climbing up those four or five steps on the ladder is a bit much. You're kind of half-winded. Or a little out of balance. Yeah, that's telling you something too, right? Mm -hmm. If we're out of balance. And then there's the whole wrapping the Christmas presents. If that's been too much for you, what? It just means you're a man. It has nothing to do with your health. <laughs> oh, nothing. that's so wrong. I'm very good wrapping gifts. <laughs> you actually are. It was a bit of a joke. <laughs> Dan told me before the episode, and I thought, I like you'd, that. You'd I'm going to have it. to share it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I delivered pretty good, though. You did. Your timing was impeccable. Which is a very rare occasion for me when it comes to any sort of joke. I don't do them on purpose. Yeah. Right. So so listening to your body, listening to sensations. Like mm. what I what I learned was, you know, Friday used to be used to be, not anymore, used to be fish and chip day. And when I'd eat fish and chips at lunchtime, it was pretty tough to finish the day. I was exhausted. So my body's saying, that's not fun to di digest. No. Or you used to have a lot of heartburn. And maybe you have a fair bit of heartburn. And what Ken's solution was to heartburn, and maybe it's yours. I always thought it was really funny then, and I think it's funnier now, because he seldom ever has heartburn now. And he doesn't suck back the Rolaids and the Tums and all that stuff like he used to. So I don't think it's that the Tums and the Rolaids were really helping anything. They were just masking the pain he was feeling. What he changed was what he was eating. Huh? You're giving away my secrets. Oh, honey, <laughs> honey, there are no secrets. There are secrets. no secrets on our show. Is there there are no, no secrets in our life. You probably <laughs> noticed that. You're thinking it's too much information? Well, don't listen to us. Yeah. And if it's not too much information, maybe there's something that tweaks you and you go, ooh, I probably wouldn't allow that to be said out loud about me or say it about myself. And yet there's some wisdom there. There's some weathered wisdom because we've done most things and, incorrectly and yeah. learn from our mistakes. And I don't know about our timing, talking about food and food choices and listening to your body on Christmas Eve when people are about to indulge on, in beautiful meals and rich foods and cakes and pastries. And I just say, go ahead. And yet, what I would say is this is an incredible time to actually hear what your body's telling you. Oh, you mean a little Be bit of self-control? Is that what you're no, saying? On I'm Christmas saying, Eve, there no, should be self-control? No, I'm saying when you <laughs> abandon self-control, because sometimes if you're like me, the little subtle message somehow doesn't register in my brain. It just goes in one ear and out the other, or one sensation in the body, out the body, and I don't even notice that I've just been communicated to by my body. Whereas well, when I indulge big, let me finish mm -hmm. my thinking here. Okay, go. Mm -hmm. When I indulge big, the impact may be a little bit greater on my body, and so now I can pick up the message that my body is laying down.
Mm. So I'm saying, go ahead, indulge, have at her. So like that third portion of turkey, and then I have to go lay down because I've got a food coma. Right. That's telling me I overate. Yeah, and that's okay, but it's more the types of things that you're eating. Because I know when I eat cheese, my tummy gets kind of big and bloaty. But if I only eat a little bit of cheese, I can kind of pretend like it's not bloated. <laughs> you know? You cannot pretend that. Yeah, I do. No, I see it. You can't <laughs> pretend that. <laughs> and yet, the more you indulge in a thing, the greater the impact. The little bit of yes, poison. And I'm going to call it poison because it's poison to me. It yeah. not, may not be poison to you, but certain things are poison to our bodies or they have a negative adverse effect. Mm-hmm. And when we have a bit more of it, it's a little easier to pick up the message that's being laid down. Yes. Does that not make sense to you, Mr. Decker? Oh, yes. And you know what's fascinating? Is sometimes my willpower is not strong enough. An environment trumps willpower. And when you're in an environment where you can have whatever you want, then you might need accountability. And that's what I'm doing with my trainer right now. At the end of the day, I text her what I've eaten during the day. And you might think, well, what's the accountability there? Well, I know that if I don't eat well, she's going to really make me work the next time we're training because I was a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> so just no paying attention, becoming aware. Because I said to Ken, actually, when he chose to take on this challenge a few weeks ago, I said to him, you don't have to change anything. Just eat the way you normally eat. She's just going to know what you're doing, and that's all good. And his answer to me was, yeah, but because I know, you said, yeah, but. I said, yeah, but? Yeah, but. Yeah, but because she knows, I'm going, just my awareness is going mm. to change my behavior. All right. So I think the point is, take the time to listen to your emotions and your body mm. It will whisper to you at first, and you want to listen and answer before it starts yelling at you. So, Yetta, what is my ideal fitness? Mm. For over 30 years, we've been able to come alongside you, not only helping in selling and buying and investing in real estate, but helping you build your life, helping you build your finances, helping you build your faith, helping you build your fun, basically helping you build your home, your business, and your life. So, hmm, what is my ideal fitness? You know, I guess it's very much a personal decision. Absolutely. It's not something you can tell me, even though you have attempted to tell me over the years. Oh, that was so, a big mistake. No, it never works, right? <laughs> no. So when you're going to learn. <laughs> never tell your, your significant other what their ideal fitness level or shape should be. That right. Would that get you in trouble? Loads of trouble. So what you're going to learn in this episode is how not to do that. No. Really, what you're going to learn in this episode is how to determine for yourself what your ideal fitness level is. Yeah. And what's going to make you feel great. Right. Allow you to live the lifestyle you want to live. Mm-hmm. So one of the ways that I have figured out how to like move myself, because I got to know what feels best. My clothes feels better. I can move quicker. I can jump. I'm more agile. I get called nice names like gazelle or 
I like that. You like that? I like that a lot because it meant I had fluidity of movement and I was more able to go where I wanted to go and I could move quickly. That to me tells me mm. I'm having a good level of fitness because when I don't have a good level of fitness and maybe my food intake is too mm -hmm. high and my fitness level too low, then I can't do those things. I don't feel functionally fit. Yeah. I can't do what I need to do to you, live my life. You know what that thing is for me? I <laughs> know. Yeah. You do? I think so. What is it? What do you think Go it is? ahead. No, for me, gonna you, you're going to get it wrong. Outrun out your mouth from food no, and food. No, 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 no. It's nothing about that. It's about tying up my skates. Oh. If I have a hard time or I start breathing heavy because my belly's pressing into my lungs when I'm trying to tie up my skates, I know I'm a little too heavy. So what is it for you? Like, it may be skate tying, or maybe you don't even put the skates on because you know you're not going to be able to make it down the end of the rink. That would be an indicator. Or the end, we have a nice, beautiful skating rink in our backyard on the ravine behind us or on the little creek back there. And so when we can't do that, that's an indication. Yeah. Right? What is it for you that tells you your fitness level is not where it needs to be. What is it you used to be able to do? This is an amazing question. Mm. What is it you used to be able to do and you can't do it anymore? Maybe it's as simple as getting up and down from the ground to play with the kids or the grandkids or just to play by, like not by yourself, but just to play and be playful. Moving around is just more difficult. Mm -hmm. That's a good indicator. Yeah, for me, setting goals is huge because just saying I want to stay in shape for the rest of my life doesn't work for me. I need to say, okay, I'm going to do something on my birthday or I'm going to do something by summertime or, you know, right now it's I'm going to be in the best shape I've been by my 60th birthday, right. which is about four months from now. And also in my 60th year, my desire is to climb Kilimanjaro and not have it kill a man, right? So I need to be, <laughs> I need to be in good shape to climb up Kilimanjaro. Right. Fantastic. <laughs> so setting a goal. Are you goal, going with me? Yeah. Oh. Of course I am. Are you, you in the that. perfect physical fitness now to do that? Probably not. Probably I'm not have at the to moment. build on that. And yet finding things... I guess that was the other thing for me is finding things not only that are goals that I can look forward to that require a level of fitness. That's kind of nice when you can tie the goal to your fitness level, right? Mm -hmm. And the other piece for me was to find things that I enjoyed doing. My yeah. list of physical activity that I like is not very big. No, you can count the things on less than a hand. Yes, you can. <laughs> and so finding as many things as you can. So we're just starting to take up pole walking because I love walking. And pole walking gives you double the return on investment. And that always makes me happy. So can you walk half as long or, or you get twice the result from walking the same amount? Either way. It's the same thing. No. Yes. No, it's not. You either get the same result for walking half right, or you get you double the result for walking the same. 
<laughs> it's not the same thing. Yeah, it is. No, you get double the result. <laughs> okay, anyway, you're getting double the result. <laughs> okay. So that just seems like a really good choice to me. And since I already love walking, it's just learning a new skill to go along with it. Yeah, we actually went for a walk. Mm-hmm. And I didn't put the right clothes on because I didn't realize we were walking for an hour and a half down to Mud Lake. I didn't even know Mud Lake existed in Ottawa. What a great place. And you know what? Talking about overeating, there's signs all over the place. Don't feed the, feed the wildlife. And on every rock and stump, there's a pile of sunflower seeds and nuts. And the squirrels are like the size of cats. <laughs> they They're were huge. They were huge. And so for you, how is it you decide how you want to be fit? And what does your fitness level look like? Is it about being able to run around the block without getting winded? Is it able to do the stairs in your house without feeling winded? Is it, what is it? For me, as long as I'm fit enough to catch you, I'm happy. And that's so not true. <laughs> so setting a goal and a timeline for the goal, like your Kilimanjaro idea, yes. can be really helpful. So it what goal be. are you going to set today? Like, oh, that- are you asking them to make a goal on Christmas Eve sure. for an ideal fitness level? Yeah. because That's awesome. Like all I want for Christmas is to be fit. How about that? Exactly. If you could just take a pill and go on and Christmas Day, I'm fit. How about that? There's never a pill. And maybe you're not watching on this this on Christmas Eve or listening on Christmas Eve. Maybe you're catching it as a replay. So it's not a painful Christmas request. Hmm? Oh, Think about that. Okay, okay. Okay. So what is your vision? for your ideal fitness is what we want you to think about. We've Mm. been thinking about it and maybe you want to join us on Kilimanjaro because we got room for a few extras. Yeah, because we're going to climb Kilimanjaro. Uh, We probably will do a mission like drill a well or something in in Tanzania or you might call it Tanzania. And what about a safari? We've got to see some lions and elephants and Okay. See the this world, isn't right? About your adventure. Yes, it is. It's all about the adventure. That's what allows me to want to stay fit because I want the adventure. Mm. I don't want like you know. People say to me, "Did you watch the soccer game? Did you watch the hockey game?" No. I'll go play soccer. I'll go play hockey because I want to experience it. I don't want to sit on the couch and watch it. So the question to guide you today is what experience do you want to live into in the future that will cause you to shift your physical fitness level? How do you move yourself from where you are to where you want to be? And Mm -hmm. you get to decide for yourself. Don't let Ken persuade you. And whether you're at your ideal fitness now or not, love yourself and hopefully others love you even when you're not there yet. Yeah, so we're honored to be your partners on the journey and have an amazing evening. Looking forward to connecting again as we move forward together. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.